This is the Boardroom Weekly Roundup, brought to you by Delegate and Boardroom, where we dive into the world of decentralized organizations, DAOs, pure governance, politics, and power. You can expect these episodes weekly. Check out the show notes for more. Welcome to the Boardroom Weekly Roundup for July 27th, 2023. In today's episode, we're highlighting some key events from this past week, starting with big news items, then moving on to highlighted proposals and forum discussions. Now let's get into global voting and governance stats for the last seven days. There have been a total of 186,021 ballots cast this week, with 74,142 voters participating. In addition, there have been 384 new proposals put forward and 75 active projects involved in the voting process. Let's take a look at a few of the major news items for the week, beginning with Optimism's introduction of the Law of Chains. The creators of the OP stack, an open-source scaling infrastructure for Ethereum, have proposed the Law of Chains v0 as a next step toward realizing a unified collective of chains known as the Superchain. This framework defines the principles for optimism governance over multiple chains, laying out the protections and expectations for various stakeholders and promoting homogeneity, neutrality, and open access across the block space. The team invites community feedback on this framework, aiming to officially introduce it, along with a governance process for new chains to join the superchain in the upcoming season of governance. Next, we learned last week that WorldCoin went live. On July 24th, WorldCoin, a project designed to create a new identity and financial network owned by everyone, began its rollout with the launch of the World App, a protocol-compatible wallet, and a biometric verification system called Orbs. It is claimed that the platform will provide users with a privacy-preserving digital identity, World ID, and a digital currency, WLD, granted simply for being human, Though the global rollout and eventual success of WorldCoin present challenges and uncertainties, founders Alex Blania and Sam Altman view the project as a crucial attempt to share technological prosperity on a global scale. Let's take a look at a few governance proposals, beginning with one from SuperRare to fund ongoing network engagement rewards. The proposal suggests that the SuperRare DAO implement incentive programs designed to reward active users, with the intention of stimulating overall market activity, promoting the usage and adoption of features such as staking, and broadening the distribution of the rare token, especially in the prevailing bear market. The proposal passed a snapshot vote on July 26th, with 100% voting in favor. Currently, Lev is a temp check proposal in front of the Ave community introducing Curator by Llama. The Curator is a specialized contract designed for the management of asset exchange with maximum extractable value, MEV, and price impact protection, where feasible. The Curator is envisaged to be a bridge for asset transfers from the collector treasury contract, execute asset swaps or deposits, and send the newly acquired assets to another address, with its main use being asset exchange rather than holding. And the deployment will initially be on Ethereum, with later expansion to other networks. Voting closes on July 28th. Upcoming at BuilderDAO is a proposal for the ratification of mission vision values. 
This proposal advocates for the ratification of the Mission, Vision, and Values MVV statement for BuilderDAO, aiming to establish its direction and action guidelines. The stated mission is to develop DAO infrastructure as a public good, enabling decentralized, inclusive, and transparent decision-making processes that empower on-chain communities to shape their collective futures. No funding from the Treasury would be required for the proposal's implementation. Voting opens on July 29th. Now let's look at a handful of highlights from DAO forums. Mark Zeller has posted an Ave request for comment, ARFC, that proposes the cancellation of the Llama stream from the Ave DAO due to the formation of token logic by the most active members of Llama who were instrumental in contributions to Ave. The proposed cancellation would involve the application of the cancel stream method on the ecosystem reserve and Ave collector contracts, a step taken to direct funds appropriately and prepare for a potential token logic service provider proposal. The discussion following this proposal has been contentious and vigorous. In the Gitcoin forums, Coach Jonathan reflects on the recent ETHCC in Paris. Coach Jay discusses the value of in-person gatherings, focusing on marketing products, representing the brand, and planning logistics. Key insights include the efficacy of having a booth at relevant events for product promotion, the success of unconference-style sessions over talks, the challenge of event timing, the importance of post-event follow-up, and the ongoing difficulty of determining return on investment for these types of gatherings. A post in the MakerDAO forums discusses the evolving roles and responsibilities of delegates in MakerDAO as the platform transitions towards its endgame phase. The author shares insights obtained from a questionnaire, identifying nine broader objectives for delegate roles, including competencies, community stewardship, voting, attending meetings, and strategy implementation, which aim to improve transparency and foster alignment within the DAO. In the Optimism Forums, the SeedLat AM delegation provides an extended analysis of Token House voting participation. They note that the Token House has undergone several changes to its governance processes in its bid to enhance the Optimism ecosystem with less than half of its delegates actively participating in the latest season due to increased complexity. In order to boost delegate engagement and ensure better management of governance funds, the post suggests the need for improved incentive systems, constant review of delegate activity, and the introduction of new processes such as missions for specific short-term objectives. Meanwhile, the advent of Pool Together V5, an autonomous and permissionless system, has prompted questions about the future of Pool Together governance. The launch of V5 will mark a transition for Pool Together governance to focus exclusively on funding ecosystem initiatives and incentivization, essentially functioning as a nonprofit foundation, as the new protocol uses the Pool token for yield consolidation and doesn't require smart contract control or parameter adjustments. In the Uniswap forums, we find a comprehensive explanation of the DAO's relationship to the new Uniswapix. Uniswapix is owned by the DAO's timelock contract. The DAO also controls the fee switch, which operates alongside the existing AMM to address issues the AMM cannot resolve. Uniswapix, which comprises a series of open-source, immutable smart contracts known as reactors, introduces different transaction flow and fee management functionalities and uses off-chain components to execute trades and manage orders, thereby improving swapping ergonomics and addressing issues related to execution price visibility, gas costs, and cross-chain liquidity. 
And that's it for Forum Highlights. For more recent Goodreads, tweet threads, podcasts, and ecosystem takes, be sure to subscribe to Boardroom's weekly newsletter. Check the show notes for more. Keeping up with the latest and greatest on these platforms with all their governance activity, super important. You can catch these episodes where we'll highlight some of the main things that have occurred. Thank you to Boardroom for sponsoring this episode.